Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. So this is part four of our five-part series on recession-proofing your organization. In the first three parts, we've talked about the people factor, how important people are in creating that competitive advantage that will help to recession-proof your organization. We also talked about an opportunity focus. Instead of just a challenge or problem focus, what about the opportunities that are out there during a slowdown in the economy? In part two, we talked about assessing. How do we assess? What do we assess to get good data, good information, to gain the very best insights we can so that we can make our best decisions and start to create a plan that will help us get through more challenging times? Then in part three, we talked about turning that data and that information, those insights, into action through a success pathway, which is a plan that sets out direction, goals, and truly a pathway to succeed no matter what the situation is. Now we turn our focus in part four to aligning everything. And what does that mean when I say align everything? Now that we've created the success pathway, a plan of action that we talked about to equip ourselves, to equip others, to prepare for whatever comes next, it's time to ensure that everything is aligned with the direction and with the plan. That's what I mean by align everything. That can only happen by design. There's a word called entropy, which is a gradual decline into disorder. This is the natural state of things. Things tend to decline into disorder if left to themselves. That's why alignment is an action verb. It takes energy, effort, and focus to align the various elements with our action steps to reach the success that we want to reach. All of that is a very important part of the process of equipping and preparing yourself and your people for downturns, even for upturns in the economy. There is a preparation process that is critical to getting optimal performance. And it's not just about performance. It's about engagement levels. It's about getting people together in a way where collaboration and innovation and creation are part of the culture. They're a natural outcome of the collaboration, the connections that are going on. 
those are all huge assets to any organization. And those things only come through people. Let me tell you a story that I think will help describe what I mean by alignment. A few years ago, I was partnering with an organization and we were working on a fairly large culture change project. This is one of those types of projects where you have to peel the layers of the onion back one at a time to gain more insight, to get deeper into what's going on, and really to get down to what's at the bottom of a lot of the things that are going on and the way the culture has been developed over time. Culture change is one of the most valuable things that you can do if you don't have a culture that drives productivity and engagement, which most cultures don't. Most companies get the culture they tolerate. And tolerate is not really a proactive approach to refining your culture and creating a place where people feel safe, where they feel like they can work effectively, they feel like they have a path to success, they can collaborate, communicate, they can share their ideas, and really effectively grow and become even better at what they do, which of course is a huge value to the organization. So we used a variety of different tools. We used psychometric assessments, we used interviews, we used observations of people in their jobs, watching them during a workday to, to see what they were doing, to get a sense and a feel for what their daily routine looked like, the challenges that come up through that process. And we also ran some focus groups to better understand where the culture was and what needed to be changed. During that process, we ask one question in an interview process, and we ask it of many different people, and it was only one of many different questions. But this question I remember distinctly, uh, not because of the question itself, but because of the answers that we received on that question. So it was made in statement form, and then we asked people to give us a comment related to that statement. So here's the statement. Performance standards are clearly defined. Very simple statement. Performance standards are clearly defined. Now, here are the comments that we receive from different people in response to that statement. Number one, no, with an exclamation point. Number two, sure, we talk about stuff all the time. Number three, sometimes, but I think we need more clarity. Number four, absolutely, I never have a doubt what I need to do. Number five, it depends on the day. Standards change frequently. Number six, better training is needed. Number seven, 
What do you mean by performance standards? <laughs> I love that response. Number eight, answers are hard to come by. Number nine, my manager is terrible at this. Well, as you can see, the responses are all over the board. They're all over the place. This is a great example of what alignment is not. <laughs> That's not alignment. But it did give us an excellent insight into a key area that needed change. Think of how those employees were going through their day with very little understanding or visibility into how their performance was being measured. That's got to be tough. If you th- and I know it was for them. That was a big part of the culture change that we were able to put in place was to get standards in place and then make some sort of visual management process available so people could see their progress. They could see how they were doing. And that is so important. And if you want engagement and if you want to encourage and empower people, those are the kinds of things that really make a difference. People want to be successful. They want to know how to be successful. But if there's no standards in place, then one person can get by with doing this little bit and another person really knocks themselves out and does a whole lot more but they're all measured under some vague understanding of what performance should look like. Um, And that's when you get things, and in this culture specifically, we found there was a significant amount of favoritism that was being showed by certain managers to certain people because there was no standard to work from, and they were not being held accountable for measuring people to a standard. These kinds of things are the engagement, energy, motivation drainers that we see so many times in organizations. So let's get back to focusing on alignment and how do we align things, really everything if we can, around the direction we want to go, the plan that we have in place, what I like to call that success pathway. And by the way, that success pathway I've talked about in previous episodes can be for a team, for an individual, for an entire organization, even for an initiative or a project. So it's a very versatile tool that can be used in many different ways. So alignment is a critical part of taking that next step and putting that plan into action. How do we do that? Well, I created an acronym to help me focus in on staying on point when it comes to alignment. Uh, And I've used the word align, and each letter of that word has a very specific purpose. The A stands for the asset or the specific resource. The L is for leverage, the impact that that asset or resource has. The I is for integrate, 
how did we integrate things together in a way that they are aligned? That is kind of the, the action part of the alignment. And then the G is for generate. How do we generate useful results and value out of this alignment? And the last letter N is for navigate. How do we navigate for better outcomes? Now, it's almost easier to understand when I put this into a sentence. Here's the sentence that I use. What assets can we leverage and integrate into a clear success pathway to generate the results and value we desire, allowing us to navigate challenges and opportunities for better outcomes? And I'll read that again at the end of the episode. This is what I mean when I talk about aligning everything. If we are focused on the elements that we can align and how to align those. Let me give you an example. And this is a bit of a funny personal story. Please don't mock my terrible home repair skills. But this really taught me a lesson around alignment. Have you ever taken on a home improvement project? Full disclosure, I avoid these as much as possible. But I remember a time when I decided to put new carpet down in a room in the house. I actually got the carpet for free, which was a real blessing. I mean, that was even better than anything. I got the the carpet for free. Better yet, the carpet came in squares. How can you possibly go wrong with that? The carpet was easy to put in place. The colors were a random mix, or so I thought at the time. So I began my project happily gluing the carpet in place as I went. I mean, they're just carpet squares, right? All you have to do is lay them down, glue them in place, and man, I was moving as I was working through that project. Now, it was a big room, and it took most of the day to do that. I was saving so much time and so much effort, and then something happened. The sun started to come in through the window late in the afternoon. To my shock and surprise, there was a pattern in the carpet squares I hadn't seen before. I thought it was just random colors. It became so apparent when I stood back and looked at my handiwork that the alignment was horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. You can probably guess what happened next. All of that time, effort, and energy that I spent, and even some of the carpet itself, was wasted because of an alignment issue. I thought I knew what I was doing. (laughs) Don't assume, right? I thought I knew what I was doing. And it just seemed right as I was going along, and then it hit me in the face. All of this planning, all of the resources, the effort, the time, all of it, including some of the materials, were wasted due to a lack of alignment. I learned a great lesson that day. Don't do flooring. (laughs) 
No, that wasn't really the lesson, except that may be a lesson. Actually, the lesson was all of the thinking, the planning, and the effort around a specific project or initiative will never give you the desired results unless you align everything. So let's bring this back to our focus on people and organizations. I have a good friend who has a favorite saying. Here it is. It's always a people problem. Now, while that might seem somewhat cynical, there's a lot of truth in that statement. If you add to that the challenge of aligning people around a shared purpose, a shared direction, a shared set of values, that can easily create additional challenges. We focused on people being your most important asset, especially in economic uncertainty, or really any uncertainty if you think about it. People will be the difference between simply surviving and truly thriving. So how do we align people in a way that better prepares us and them for whatever comes next? I'm going to give you five key insights or key actions that you can take to do just that, to help align your people so that your planning, your thought, your work, your effort, your energy, your resources are not wasted. Number one, remember that they are people. They're not widgets. Actually, this is a good thing. Widgets cannot innovate. They can't reduce waste. They can't improve processes. They can't create better ways of doing things. They can't take good care of customers. People do these things. Number two, share the success pathway with people. Don't keep it a secret. As you create this plan of equipping people and yourself to be better prepared, to be more agile, more resilient, more focused, and use your time energy better, share that pathway with them. Um, get their input. Talk about this pathway and the expectations. Find ways to track and provide visibility into performance and into progress. Keep the focus on the path and the direction that has been created to reach and sustain the desired success. Number three, engage people by equipping them and show them that you're investing in them. I have had several conversations with clients recently around different types of concerns. And many times the concerns come out of a perception by people, employees, even managers, who believe that they're not being invested in, that, that they're there in a transactional mode. What do I mean by that? Well, simply, 
I'm here to do a body of work and then you give me a paycheck and that's the transaction. You will never get higher levels of engagement and higher levels of performance and frankly, just more enjoyment in the work if that is the mode that you're operating under. So that's why it's so important to invest in people, invest in who they are, invest in their development, invest time to connect with people. Those, all of those things are important. And that brings us to number four, which is connect and communicate and do it frequently. Authentically connect with people, not just around projects, but in other ways as well. If there are virtual team members, be intentional about connecting and do it often. It's almost like if you have remote workers and virtual team members, you have to connect more often than if they're in the office because you, you miss so much when you're not in the office. Care for each other. Support each other. Number five, cultivate accountability. And we have an online course and an ebook available on our website, uh, eqfit.org, that is specific to cultivating accountability. Now, what does this have to do with alignment? A culture and practices of accountability naturally realign efforts on a regular basis. Remember, alignment is not going to happen on its own. It, there is intentionality that has to be there. There is effort and energy that has to go into the aligning and realigning process. Accountability practices, that is a natural outcome of practices and cultures of accountability. Accountable team members are engaged and productive. Accountability is one measure we use to assess alignment. Alignment is the compass we use to stay on course. Even a small deviation could result in missing the desired destination by a large margin. Take the time to align everything before and during all of your good efforts. And I'll finish with this. What assets can we leverage and integrate into a clear success pathway to generate the results and value we desire, allowing us to navigate challenges and opportunities for better outcomes? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior and performance in the workplace. We also love hearing your suggestions and ideas. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please send us an email at info at gscfit.com. For more information and inspiration, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course our website, eqfit.org.